All right, welcome back to the Canadian Gun Vault Behind the Vault Door. My name is Mark Morelli. I'll be your podcast host. Joining me tonight, none other than my longtime friend, uh, former uh, Canadian Armed Forces member, and uh, certainly our resident political analyst, podcast Brian. Brian, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, Mark. And on my left, wearing the blue shorts, none other than my podcast co-host, the one, the only, Coach Nick. How you doing, fellas? Coach Nick, so glad you could join us tonight. Okay, we're going to keep this one short, guys. I uh, <clears throat> I know everybody's talking about it. It's uh, something that's been on our minds, and uh, Brian, you brought it to my attention that this is uh, very important, and of course it is. <sighs> the leadership race and election strategies. This is something we really got to talk about. Uh, certainly, I've been uh, watching the news, and I've been watching... The lobby groups online. Uh, I've been watching the leadership race. Uh, we're in full swing here, folks. Uh, Brian, your thoughts right out of the gate. Well, it's it's shaping up to be an interesting race, and uh, there's four good candidates, and I think everybody has their favorites. And um, but I'm seeing a a distinct uh, chill has sort of coming over thing over everything. There's a very um, there's a concerning mood that's developing, and of course everyone's going to have their their favorite choices. But I'm getting the sense that there's some paid and planned um, uh, behind the scenes sabotage going on uh, in regards um, the the potential candidates. Um, and Tracy Wilson did a, a video the other day, which I thought was quite apt, and she talked about how discouraged she's getting with the tone of the discourse. We're the gun lobby. We are supposed to be all about our passion and our sport and our collections and our activities. And we have to not only demonstrate that we're law-abiding, but also that we're uh, that we have common sense that we're responsible and that we're not the problem. And the tone of some of the conversations that's going on, the level of hostility, uh, the level of uh, online bravery and uh, tough talking that's going on is, uh, is of concern. Um, but the disrespect and the aggression going on in between the, the, the various groups is of concern. And it reminds me very much of what happened before the last election with the tone of the discourse between people who were supporting Bernier and people who were supporting Scheer. And there was a lot of it in our gun groups. And it strikes me that this is planned. There, there are people that are getting involved in our politics and they're they're acting as a fifth column and they're planting suggestions and they're making comments to try and elicit the most aggressive angry frustrating responses from a, a lot of people who let's face it are very concerned about losing their property i don't know about you but i received my revocation letters yesterday and uh, it just topped off a really crap day for me so I came home to that to see that uh, the property that I've owned for for a decade uh, uh, apparently the government has just uh, said that it's not mine anymore uh, but that you can hold it for us thank you very much and you'd better do it right and uh, we'll be along presently to collect it at our convenience uh, and and I, just the tone of the letters was 
almost designed to get an angry response. And, um, you know, there, there is only one way out of this mess for us right now. Yes, we're going through the legal, the legal means, and that's going to be very interesting, and I really hope it works out for us because it would be nice to have this question settled once and for all. But the reality is... Only the election of a conservative majority government is going to get us out of this mess. Mm -hmm. And in order to get a conservative majority government, we're going to need a ton of liberals to vote conservative. And in order to get liberals to vote conservative, you have to elect a leader that they will vote for. Mm -hmm. And I got news for you. They're not going to vote for a true blue conservative leader who will take us back to the good old days. We're not going to ban abortion. We're not going to ban gay marriage. We're not going to stop immigration. We're not, you know, we're not going to do these things. I understand there's a lot of hostility towards the UN. I get it. I hate the UN. But demanding that leaders come out right now and explain that they're going to, you know, enthusiastically pull us from the UN and stop all involvement in international affairs via that route. It's just unrealistic. Mm -hmm. And it's like people are getting into our ranks and demanding that gun owners not only get the gun rights that they're demanding, but that we we get every other little thing under the sun. And some people want abortion banned and other people want the immigrants to stop coming and other people want concealed you know, carry, concealed carry, full automatic <clears throat> weapons, uh, large capacity magazines brought back. These are all nice and wonderful things. We're missing the point. The single greatest threat this country has ever faced in its history is Justin Trudeau and his liberals. The fact of the matter is, is if people don't realize this, this country is being run by the mob. Mm. Right? The the liberals in Quebec are are basically a mafia. And they're running this place like gangsters do. And they have unfettered access to all the wealth of this country and they're pissing it away and stealing it while we argue over whether a 10 round magazine is allowed or a 15 round magazine is allowed and while we talk about whether or not we're going to have 100,000 immigrants this year or 500,000 immigrants this year they just keep stealing our money so let's get these pricks out and I know there's liberals listening to this. The liberals of Justin Trudeau are not the liberals of Jean Chrétien or Paul Martin, and they're not the liberals of, of, of years gone by. These, this is a different time. These people are not doing what's right for the country. They have shamelessly robbed our country blind and made no bones about the fact that they're buying votes. Serb the the student payoffs the we scandal they're they're buying votes they're importing votes they're they're employing every dirty trick in the book and on top of that they're paying big bucks to people to come into the conservative party i'll be interested to see how many conservative party memberships were actually bought by liberals cuz i guarantee you they've bought them and they're going to vote as hard right as they can cuz if they can guarantee a win by and I know there are Derek Sloan supporters listening, but if they guarantee a win by Derek Sloan, we'll be relocated to third-party status. We'll be dead in the water. You may like his policies. You may like what he says about guns. It's not going to happen. None of it's going to happen if we can't win an election. Mm. 
So we have to win the election, and the the election we're going to win is going to be by a conservative who will appeal to the center, and the center has shifted left. So if you don't like a red Tory, you got to recognize that a red Tory is probably who's going to get elected. I'm going to point out to you, Andrew Scheer was fine. There was nothing wrong with his candidacy. He went up against a guy who had pictures of blackface all over the media a couple of weeks before the election. He still beat us. That's not a, a reflection on how bad Andrew Scheer was. That's a reflection on how big the machine that we're up against is. They're able to win an election by doing that. Millions of dollars are pouring into this country from outside the country to make sure that Justin Trudeau gets reelected. American dollars, European dollars. There are organizations out there that want to see a progressive Canadian liberal government who has their friends in there who will open our treasury to the world and give our money away. They're doing this on purpose. We're sitting here pissing and arguing about whether or not we can have open carry in the streets. Can I wear my assault rifle around? Come on, people. You need to be smarter than that. The left has figured out that by voting strategically, they will win elections. And they are winning all the elections. While we scream around and vote for two conservative parties. Because apparently some people on the hard right don't understand that voting and splitting 50% of the vote means it's 25 and 25 versus 50 so, I mean, PPC people, we told you this in the last election. We warned you. We said this was going to happen. I'm not saying we would have won the last election, but we'd have sure done a lot better than we did. Mm-hmm. And now we're sitting where we are. Yeah. This is, people got in there and appealed to people, oh, you know, vote your conscience. Everyone has the, you know, you have the right to vote for what you want. Well, of course you do. Of course you do. But the problem is, it's a rigged game. So telling you to vote your conscience means you're going to vote for lesser and lesser likelihood of winning. And what we're going to have is we're going to be ruled by people that we don't want running things. And that's where we're at right now. And guys, we're going to lose our guns. They're going. We don't win the next one. It's over. We're done. Yeah. Fold up tents. Forget about shooting. Dump it all away. You can yell all you want on Facebook, but I'm convinced that a bunch of you loudmouths out there are liberal plants that are being paid to yell the loudest. I was so just you know say. who you are. Go look in the mirror and realize what a piece of shit you are. <laughs> you know what? I love the unfiltered conversations I get from you, Brian. Uh, they certainly are passionate. And uh, I can tell you right now, that was a point that I was just about to make, was I think that people have to understand that there's a uh, certain certain percentage of the uh, commentary that you see online are probably bought and paid for. Uh, They're attempting to elicit a certain kind of response uh, to promote a certain way of thinking. And uh, I've certainly seen my fair share of uh, easily manipulated people out there. I mean, uh, we all want... Uh, to see things improve in our firearm community. But uh, don't buy into the pipe dream. And we warned people about the PPC. We told you that it was going to make the difference in a certain number of ridings that were close. And there are people that I have not heard or seen from since. They uh, made every reasonable effort to swing as many people as possible uh, into that Max Bernier camp, and it cost us. It cost us conservatively between 8 and 10 ridings. Just imagine where we'd be right now if we had 8 to 10 more seats. We might not be in the position we're in today. 
and I think that the exact same thing is happening now. I always look for the way people respond to comments. Like, if you don't like a certain candidate, that's fine. If you don't, uh, you know, like their policies or if perhaps you like somebody's more, there's a way to express that. But when you see that almost rabid anti-Trump-like sort of response, you know, like, fuck McKay. McKay is against guns because he said something about it. 20, 20 years, years ago, ago in, a, fully automatic in, a, in a completely different environment. Like, realize that in, in 2000, the, the, the firearms competitive community was confined mostly to military and law enforcement. Mostly. Right? Yeah. In the last 20 years, we've, we've added hundreds of thousands of competitive um, military and police shooters that style of shooting and people love it and we've done it with a five round magazine capacity yes a 10 round capacity if you use pistol mags but but we've done it that way we've made it work and it's a very very popular and excellent uh source of 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 camaraderie skill set building um, uh, you know, it, it, they're great martial skills to have. It's beneficial to the country to have people who know how to do this, because then you're not a, you know, a country of slaves. Um, and, and and to have those kinds of skills is good. And, and and our system works in Canada. It works just fine. And to turn around and attack Peter McKay, like, oh, he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. He's just a liberal. He's going to take everything away. Well, Mark met the man and took the measure of the man and asked him questions. And the reality is, guys, is if you ask a candidate to make machine guns legal and to have open carry and to publicly proclaim this prior to going into an election on a, on a federal level, remember, not everyone in the country owns guns, he's going to say no. And he's going to cut the ties with you. And he has to, because it's, it's not an electable policy. However, if you show him that the gun lobby is powerful, that it's responsible, that it's government friendly, that it's amenable to reasonable uh, legislations and laws to keep the public safe, we will have him on our side, whether it's McKay, whether it's O'Toole, you know, whether it's Lewis or whether it's Sloan. We will have them on side and they'll be able to back us publicly. But the minute you start frothing at the mouth and demanding, you know, I understand we're very influenced by the Americans. We have the Second Amendment down there. And it's a double-edged sword. I really like the Second Amendment, but it is a double-edged sword. And it wouldn't work here because we do things a little differently. Um, our whole licensing system has worked for us. It's kept people overwhelmingly safe. Um, and, you know, to demand that an, a, a McKay come out and say that we're going to get all this stuff and that if he won't, then he's lost your support is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Even the people who are against abortion or who are are madly, uh, you know, uh, global warming uh, enthusiasts, you know, none of them is going down and demanding that they shut everything down and they do everything the way they want this minute. It's little steps. It's it's we have to move towards the ideals. And that's what we have to do as gun owners. You know, where we were before Trudeau banned all our favorite uh, uh, rifles and so on. I didn't much like it, but I could live with it. 
I would like to see a little bit of loosening up. I'd like to see maybe the other Prohib rifles come online where at least we could use them. Maybe even have a means in place to acquire a Prohib license so that there would be a trade in firearms in country that are already here, that, that those firearms could be preserved and passed on to family members or sold to other collectors or enthusiasts, and they could still be enjoyed. As you know, we're getting to the end of the 12-2 and 12-3 class, people. They're dying. They're, they're, they're up there. They're in their 60s. 70s and 80s now. A lot of these old World War II machine guns and submachine guns are 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 passing away, and they're going down to the police station. They're being scrapped. They never had to pass any legislation. So, you know, we could go cap in hand and ask very nicely to a candidate that we'd help get elected that perhaps they could find a way that this would be perfectly safe, that we could get back to a spot where we could use our stuff. And I understand that that may not appeal to everybody, but, you know, all these libertarians talk, and I'm a libertarian, incidentally, but all these libertarians talking about Molin Lobby and the Boogaloo and all this kind of stuff, well, I don't see you holding on to your income tax. If you're such an independence-minded person... Why are you handing in your income tax? Because you don't have a choice. You buy gas, you pay tax on it. You don't get a say, right? So we live in society. We have to follow rules. Some of those rules involve firearms, but we can appeal to common sense and we can demonstrate with statistics and, and, and by coming up with smart um, uh, mechanisms to ensure that the public is kept safe because ultimately we all want that. We don't want mass shootings. We don't want crazy people out there. We don't want gangbangers. We don't want all these things. And if we don't come up with a way to help be, to be part of the solution, then we're still part of the problem. And we'll always be treated like that. So, well, <clears throat> you know, certainly it was a subject of a little bit of controversy. We got contacted by Peter's, uh, Peter's office, and uh, he happened to be blowing through Hamilton and uh, wanted to meet me. And I was uh, quite flattered and uh, impressed with the man. I'm not going to lie. What you saw on uh, the channel, the uh, one minute and 37 second interview that I uh, conducted with him, it was, it was brief. I, uh, I knew he didn't have a lot of time. The man is traveling from one end of the country to the other to meet, uh, meet its citizens and uh, certainly to uh, leave a favorable impression, hopefully, with people. Uh, I got to tell you, I uh, stared uh, stared at him, and I put some pretty hard questions to him off camera. Uh, we only had time for so much, and I wanted to ask a, a very simple question, and uh, you know, know what firearm owners could expect if he were to be elected. And uh, you know, it was short. Uh, I could tell you that the 20 minutes before and the 20 minutes after. <clears throat> that I was thankful to get, uh, given his scheduling, uh, I was pretty impressed with what I saw. And I got to tell you, like, without picking any favorites in this, uh, I can say uh, quite clearly, you know, uh, Aaron O'Toole's got some great ideas. Uh, you know, his delivery is awesome. And, uh, you know, I have my feelings about all the candidates. Miss Lewis is a lovely woman. She's intelligent. Uh, there's no question about that. Um, well, they're, you know, they're, they're great candidates. Yeah, we've got, we've got some really great, great choices. Candidates. But for me, uh, the priority has to be winning the election. Yep. That's it. Uh, yep. like, I mean, I, I, nothing else really matters. And, uh, you know, I don't care who's got the best ideas on the planet. I don't care who's the most intelligent. You could have a monkey waving a stick. If he could tear down the Trudeau liberal government, I'd vote for him. Uh, I want to see somebody put in there that can actually take down all right, this <clears throat> horrible government we have currently in place and that's really all that matters to me i want our best chance our best shot 
And, of course, you know, uh, I haven't spoken uh, much to the uh, O'Toole camp yet. Uh, I am hoping at some point perhaps to speak with them uh, in the interest of, uh, you know, fairness and getting along with everybody and, and seeing what everybody's got to bring to the table. I, I think that I want to do that. I think some people have been left with the impression that, you know, I, I've picked my favorite and I'm publicly endorsing my favorite and the Canadian gum vault is. I, that, that's not the case. Uh, I have my personal feelings about it. Uh, you know, I've expressed those publicly. Uh, but then again, I haven't had a chance to speak to everybody yet. And so I'm hoping that perhaps at some point I could do that. Uh, but again, you know, I'm looking for the person. Uh, and when I say person, I mean, I don't, I don't really care who it is, uh, who has the best chance of bringing down Trudeau. And I really do believe, honestly, that that's going to require a, a red Tory. And I agree with you wholeheartedly, 100%. I think that it's uh, going to have to be someone that appeals to the uh, center and uh, to some of the members of the left and is going to uh, make it easier for those people uh, to, in good conscience, vote for somebody uh, that they uh, can get on board with. And I think that voting hard or right is not going to do that. It didn't work on the Bernie front. Bernie couldn't even get elected in his own riding, for crying out loud. It cost us, you know, approximately uh, 3.5%. Uh, and and it, it, in the ridings that it was close, it cost us those ridings. Well, and if we don't if we don't play this right, the next election will play out exactly the same as the last one. Did. Absolutely. So absolutely, and it know, won't matter how unhappy the Canadian people are. Like I mean, the uh, popular vote went to uh, went to Sheer and the Conservatives last election, and we still have this horrible government in office, and it just seems to get worse every day. Well, I, I don't I don't think anyone realizes the the size of the machine that we're up against and 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 i you know if they had realized how powerful and how wealthy and how insistent the anti-conservative forces were going to be in the last election like there was just no way we were going to win it and the polls said we were, and it was going to be great, and all this kind of stuff. And and afterwards, all I heard was, well, you know, sheer sheer wasn't really all that compelling. And it's like we just had a prime minister have photos leaked of him in blackface three or four days before the election, and he still got elected. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to realize you're up against a, a dirty game at that point, and that means. Everything ain't going to go everybody's way. So, you know, you you better think hard about it. What do you think, Nick? Yeah. Go, Shake. I'm curious as, as to your thoughts. I, I, I guess if I had to sum it, you got to vote with your with your head and not your heart. Simple as that. If, if you vote based on feelings and that's who you like, that might not necessarily, as it's been echoed already, might not necessarily be the best person um, or the person most likely or able to defeat, defeat Trudeau, and then we're going to be way worse off than we are now. Um, the dissension in the ranks <clears throat> within the gun community is will hand this to the Liberals on a silver platter. I would caution people against believing everything that they see. You know, I think there's a lot of people out there that are doing exactly what you just said. They're uh, attempting to cause dissension and discord amongst our community. I think that there are people out there that uh, do not have Canada's best interests at heart and are working uh, very, very feverishly for the Liberals, and uh, we just don't know it. God knows I root them out every uh, now and again from our pages. I know they're there. If you're listening, get bent. Anyway, let's uh, <laughs> let's keep this one uh, let's keep this one short. I uh, wanted to make sure that uh, we got our point across. I think it's really important that people uh, give uh, give some thought 
to their choices uh, in this uh, upcoming leadership race. Uh, Brian, I'm really glad that you uh, put in your two cents. It's but always something I, that we If value. I can just mark discipline, everyone out there, discipline. Maintain control of your utterances and your public displays and the things you say. I get the frustration. I'm right there with you. I'm very, I'm struggling too. I know a lot of you are. I know a lot of you are having trouble sleeping at night. I know you're drinking too much. I know you're smoking dope too much. I know you're you're having nightmares and you're tossing and you're churning and you're worried about your freedom and you're worried about your property and you're worried about your pastime and your, and your collections and, and your, your friends. And your country. I know you're worried about your country. I am too. Um, we can do this. You gotta, you gotta maintain flexibility. That's that's the fact. Flexibility and discipline will carry us through this. So you know, after the election, when we're celebrating, hey, all kinds of things are possible. We can look at different routes, but let's let's get this guy beat. Coach Nick, you want to wrap it up? Yeah, just uh, the only focus should be electing the person who's going to defeat Trudeau. That's it. Like, look at their platform and, and, and cast things aside, bite your tongue, take one for the team. Who has the greatest likelihood to defeat Trudeau? Well, we certainly have our work cut out for us. I really do hope that the uh, firearm community and the country can pull it together. All right, folks, we're going to wrap it up. It's going to be a short one tonight. Hope you've enjoyed it. Don't forget to like and subscribe to us on YouTube and on Instagram. And as always, Canada... Don't forget to shoot straight. Stay safe.